The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. You're listening to Pardoned by America. With your host, David Thomas. So is that why every time I take a dump, like I get the quiver? I mean, you got a big old turd coming out. That thing's rubbing up on the plane. Chris Holo. I'm not an entirely huge fan of bananas. I more like banana laffy taffies. Those are better. It's like put your dick over the urinal, shake it off, and then put it in your pants. What's up? How's it going? Oh my god, it's Friday. Come on! It's not my Friday. So, Fringe Friday, guys. Friday. What are we doing here? What is this all about? Uh, anything and everything. Outside of the normal scope of normal. Paranormal. <laughs> That's a good way to explain it. Paranormal. Paranormal. Para- um, paranormal. What's that? There's uh, a scientific name for it, I think, right? The studies of blue. Sure. Like pseudo pseudoscience? Yeah, I paranormal? Know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, we're here we're to talk. Gonna, we're, ta- we're talking aliens. We're yeah, talking ghosts. afterlife. We're talking fucking Sasquatch. Loch Ness. Loch Ness. I don't believe in that. No. Oh, uh, what about the uh, to chup- me, chupacabra? To me, the Loch nah, no. Out of all of them, the Loch Ness monster is like the most feasible because oh, there's get the f- there's you think so, so much there's so much vast ocean that we've never. Dude, but no, the Loch Ness Unchar- monster Unchar- is Unchar- in a lake. It's in Loch Ness. Oh well, I mean, yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the least feasible because they've scanned the entire freaking lake and they've never found anything. I think it escaped and. Went through an underground channel. Oh, think, now, now it just lives in. Now the, it's in the Indian Ocean. I think that guy crawled out of the water and he went up in the hills. <laughs> he evolved into a land animal. You guys remember what was it? Was it South Park? They had the Loch Ness monster. He's like, oh, I'll take a dollar seven five, buck fifty. Oh, that was Family Guy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So yeah, I think today, just to get the uh, ground rolling on this, we should just discuss what we believe, what we don't believe, and kind of let it go from there. Yeah. So we'll start with uh, you, Chris. <sighs> you tell what? us. What the Under f- the What gun. is your favorite? What is your favorite of all the mythological shit that happens? Dragons, Bigfoot, whatever mm, it is. Man. Not, not in dragons. Uh, Most people aren't, unless you're a nerd. <laughs> kidding. Uh, I would love to slay a dragon one day. No. I would like, I would like to believe Sasquatch is real. Um, Wait, you would like to believe, or you do believe? I I would like to believe. 
I'm staring cool. so fucking it's, hard at you right now. No, it's <laughs> it's, on it's one of those things. It you, you got to take the evidence with everything too. I mean, so is that your favorite? Uh, I I would say probably ghosts would be my favorite. Okay, I like that. What's your least favorite? Least favorite? Yeah, what's the one? And I, I, dragons was a bullshit statement. That's really not in the room. If, if it was anything, I'd have to say dragons. But no, not dragons. Uh, of the main supernatural, main mythological things, what is it that you're just like, no, no? I don't know, man. There's a lot of them. Yeah, that's that's hard to that's is hard it? to curtail. Yeah, because there's like a lot of like. Have you ever watched like Destination Truth? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah Where there's yeah. a bunch of fucking like chupacabra bullshit. Yeah, but see, chupacabra is a big one. That's actually a very well, uh, big one. I'm talking about uh, leprechauns. No. No. Okay. No. I'm the leprechaun. Remember the killer leprechaun? I think they did. I'm the leprechaun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't bite my ankles. So hey, let's just focus on what we're the most interested in here. Because I think. Well, no. I mean, we got. I, I think like trolls and that kind of stuff would probably be my least favorite. Greg, what about you? What's your that What's too. your favorite? Favorite stuff is definitely ghosts. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because I know what I've experienced in my, mm. my personal life. Yeah. And my non-personal life. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> whoever licks my butthole is my own concern. <laughs> is it? <clears throat> well, I don't have to taste it. Is it haunting? Well, it's a, it's admirable. I will tell you that. Mm. Well, because I, I guess Stinky's now dead. The only person to lick my butthole has been a dog. Oh, yeah, that's true. She uh, got up deep, dude. She dig, she dug with that tongue. Okay. Rest yeah. in peace. Stinky. Well, that's what they do. Dogs, they <laughs> scoop. They scoop with the tongue. Yeah, why do you think her name was Stinky though? Hmm. Hmm. Because she liked your stink hole. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why you got that stank breath? Okay. What so about just, what's anyway. your least favorite? Anyway, what's your, what's your least favorite? so yeah, I, I would say ghosts are definitely up there. Aliens for sure. Oh fuck. Yeah. But uh, I I would say ghosts are like the most like um, grounded like thing that I can wrap my head around. Sure. Because alien is just like so far out there that I'm just like I want to believe, but where do I start? Yeah. Because that's... it's such a vast yeah. land. I mean, area to cover. But ghosts is it could be someone who's dead. You know, past life, altered dimensions. I don't know. Least favorite is is definitely up the the fucking mytholit mythological creature avenue like trolls, yeah. leprechauns, dragons, fucking yeah. <coughs> I don't think anybody likes that. No, um, I would say for me, uh, ghosts are pretty pretty high up there. Uh, aliens definitely. I think I'm maybe more vested in aliens than maybe you are. I don't know. I'm pretty into aliens. I like that. I love Bigfoot. It's real. I don't give a shit what you guys say. Um, definitely a possibility. No, I don't know. I just think it's fascinating. It's cool. I think it's realistic. I think, you know, ape-like thing. I think, I think honestly, if we found one, I think we would just think, ah, it's, it's a fucking monkey, dude. Like, no big deal. It'd just be a normal thing. Honestly, it wouldn't be weird to me. So that's why I like the idea of it, because I'm like, if we actually found one, it would just be like, no, nah, it's just another animal. It's the more <laughs> normal of the paranormal? Yeah, it is. To me, it's the easiest to wrap my head around. Ghosts, clearly, I think that's more of a spiritual level. We're humans. We want to believe in that kind of stuff. That's awesome. I agree with that. Worst or least favorite, I don't want to say the same thing you guys do. I think Loch Ness, BS. I call BS on the Loch Ness. I'm not into that. And uh, 
The other shit, what's that? The, the fucking two of them, Slenderman, Mothman. Oh, yeah, Slenderman. Not into either of those that much. Although they have cool stories, cool movies. Slenderman's a cool idea. Mothman, interesting. I don't know. So, but no, that, those not my favorites. Yeah. And like going back to ghosts and whatnot, I think like the idea of the afterlife and <clears throat> not, not necessarily like demonic possessions or whatnot, but just like presence of something in the room or yeah. some sort of different dimension. It's something that we're all going to have to deal with. We're all going to die. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and that's why it's so fascinating. I think to me is it, it is a known, but it is also the known unknown. You know what I'm saying? Like we all know that we're going to this place or maybe not. Yeah. And it's just like, no one will ever come back to tell you where they were. And maybe they do. Yeah. And that's no matter how many people go there, no one will ever know what it is. So Chris ghosts are pretty high up on yours, right? You said number one. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so what, what is it about? Like what Greg was saying, what is it about ghosts that puts that at that level for you? I think, uh, Ghosts for me is just it isn't it isn't necessarily like believing in, in ghosts because I want to believe that there is something after death. I think it's it's fascinating fascinating to me that there could be something there trying com- trying to communicate with you that you can't see, yeah, and you can't feel. Well, you can feel like some not physically feel. I think we all need to be aware, though, ghosts prefer their uh, proper name of apparitions. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be, you know, just saying. Is this an Eskimo <clears throat> Inuit battle? Yeah. J- just the, the the idea of of seeing something happen and move and experiencing things that your, your mind can't comprehend, but you're seeing it happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually... Yeah, that's my biggest thing for me. I think the the craziest thing about ghosts for me are apparitions. I think the craziest thing about them to me is that uh, you have no control over it. Yeah. I think that's what's alarming. Like, you see a Bigfoot. How do you know, though? Well, maybe you can. Because I think that that is like a mental state that you have to be accepting Mm. to kind of get into. I don't buy that. I don't know. I don't buy that so much. Well, then you might just shrug it off as that was just a fucking kick in the wall. But see, you heard it, though. Doesn't mean it was a ghost. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not talking about what your perception is. I'm saying, no matter how you want to cut it, something happened, some noise happened, and some you, thud happened. And you reacted to it, and you reacted however you react, but you reacted differently. My point being is, is if Bigfoot walked into my lawn right now, or tried to crawl on our window right now, that's a physical object that we could actually hit, fight off, or yeah, and that goes with pretty much everything else. Gotcha. Right. As a ghost, um, yeah. we could be sitting here right now. And this fucking water bottle levitates up. You don't expect it. You don't even know how to handle it. But it's happening. Yeah. How do you combat something you can't see? You don't know. I mean, it's just, it's a weird thing to me. That's what's crazy about it is it's weird. And not only that, but I've had personal experiences with it. I also have. Yes. I know you have. And Greg has had one with me. And I think. uh, While I was inside of you, actually. Inside my house. I don't know about me. That, I remembered that. that. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's that, what I meant. That is haunting. I think that's the biggest thing. I have never seen a Bigfoot. I've never seen an alien. But I have had experiences that I can't explain. Greg can attest. I've heard the stories, and we will talk about those. But uh, when uh, when it happens, when something happens, and you literally have no explanation for it, it is awesome. 
and terrifying at the same time. Terrifying, and you don't sleep well. So it's gonna be up, Greg. In there, sorry, we gotta turn the light on. <clears throat> Actually, I don't. Oh, you gotta <laughs> you gotta turn the, the light switch on. I know, but I think that ghosts are cool because, um, I mean, if you believe in you know afterlife, that's a person. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a demon, but more, you know, more or less. That's where it gets tricky. What a demon! <laughs> that's where it gets tricky because you don't know what it is. Yeah, you don't. But I you, mean, you could. You could. I mean, if you had a, any form obviously, of. Obviously, well, you could. The only way you could is if you were experiencing something and somehow, whether it be through sound or through action or something, yeah. it let you know who or what it was. Yeah. Otherwise. How the fuck would you know? Yeah, I don't know. It could be demon fucking with you. It could be anything. I just think demons are different. <clears throat> I think that's a different uh, realm of um, the ghost thing because you're talking about uh, almost spiritual at that point, like religious. I think when you're talking about hell, demons. It all kind of goes spirits. into the same thing, though, doesn't it? Uh, kind of yes and no. I think that like, here's the thing. If your body has a soul and this is the thing you die and you, they say you're like, you have so much energy that once you, once it leaves your body, it's still this energy. Yeah. And it can be attached to something. It could be in the house that you've been in your whole life, whatever it is, whatever thing it is. But that's like a human soul. It's pretty easy to grasp the idea that could be feasible. You know, you don't know, but demons on the other hand, that's a, I don't want to say it's a made up creature, but I'm just saying that is a creature that was not a real thing and it's very <clears throat> religious based. I feel like maybe to a point it could be a real thing because all stories have to derive from something, whether it be actually that exact thing or what it is, but that story came from something, something somebody's seen or interacted with. And the only way they could describe it was it was an evil, de- evil demon. I mean, well, that could just be if you go back way in time and then you have somebody say, well, the demons in you, you're acting up. There's a demon. Yeah. But where did they get that from? Yeah. Where, where did Santa Claus come from? Well, no, it's not it, real. Uh, at one time he was a real person. Yeah. But yeah, but it was just a, a jolly dude. So <laughs> we, I think we all, we all like, <laughs> <laughs> we all admit that we've had some personal experience with this yeah. and we all do have some real kind of the cool thing about this podcast is, is there's so many avenues that like you literally can't there's hard no, to disagree on anything. And yeah, it's just, it's so open. It's there's no group. wrong answers. Agreed. No. So why don't we start with our personal experiences with yeah. ghosts? Yeah. So Dave, take her away, bro. Well, yeah, we could spend a long time doing this, uh, but I'll just do True. a quick run throughs. Make it fast. The first time it happened, I was probably 14 or 13, 14. I was living at my mom's house on Colorado Street. I always felt weird in the house. Lived there a long time, but I I felt weird. I always felt like there was scratching on the walls. I always felt like just odd. We had a a living room that used to be a garage. It had a sliding door to get into it. It was in the far right side of the house, uh, completely opposite to the bedrooms. And I used to, during the summer, I would stay up until 2, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes it was light outside, and I'd just 
hang out, then I'd sleep all day, you know. And one particular night, I was in my underwear, I was just hanging out in the living room. We had a computer out there, we had our TV out there. I was TV was on, <clears throat> computer was going, I was on there doing something. Not jerking off, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> get, I would have remembered little, that. Get a little comfortable in your underwear there. Um, and we had a, uh, in the corner of the living room on the uh, end table, there was a touch lamp. I remember that. So I'm sitting there. It's about 3 o'clock in the morning-ish. Um, the door was open into the living room, and I remember sitting in the computer. was facing away from the door. And I noticed that the computer monitor had shut off. It went dark. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Literally at that very same time, um, I heard what I thought was the sliding door, like the pocket door. Well, I remember shutting open, but it was moving. And I heard what I thought was my mom say, what are you doing? It was pretty clear to me, but I never looked back. I never did. It was pretty regular. She did, but I just was like, I'm just on the computer as I'm sitting here trying to figure out like, what the fuck is this computer doing? Well, the computer started like, I don't know how to put it in a rambling. Do you remember what you were looking at on the computer when it shut off? No, it would have. No, I don't specifically, but it would have been probably car related or I didn't, I really honestly did not look at porn at the time. Well, no, but do you remember what was going through your mind? No, I was totally normal. This was a completely normal summer night. And I would sit there and I'd listen to music and I would go through car shit. I had the Impala at the time. So I was always looking at car parts and looking at hot rods on there. <clears throat> and all this shit happened. I was on there every night. You know, this wasn't a new computer. You know, it was just, we've had it forever. So I'm trying to figure out like, okay, monitor shut off. Maybe there's a power, like, but then everything else is on. Heard what I thought my mom. I replied back. I'm just on the computer. I'll be done in a little bit. Wait, so when it said like your mom said, I thought, what, what are you doing? How did it sound? Was it like, what are was, you no, doing? No, I thought it was my mom. Just what are you doing? So it was real soft. Real yeah, it sounded like, like my mom. You know, how my mom sounds. It sounded like, like that. David, what, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Dave? Um, there's more though. It like, so the monitor shuts off. The speakers start having like these weird things coming out of the speakers. Like it was not, it was scary. <laughs> like it sounded like a demon. It sounded like mm. it was scary. And it was just real wall. Like a bunch, bunch of bass coming like, through. Yeah. It was very like, I don't even know. How to no, it was like vocal. Mm. It wasn't just sound. It was like vocal, like tribally vocally weird thing. So I'm like starting to get, a little panicky. Yeah, at this point, you're like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Literally, this now this happens within like a 30-second period. I know I'm stretching this out, but this is all within like a 30-second, like, boom, monitor shuts off, boom, hear the door, hear my mom, speaker start going, touch lamp, boom, 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 starts flipping through, low, medium, yeah, all bright, the settings. low, medium, bright, off, and it's going through the phase. It probably went through five times. I literally stood up, looked at the door, because like I said, this was all really quick. Expected to see my mom. Nothing there. I'm panicking at this point, like almost in tears. Like, no joke. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah. 
So I run into her room. My brother wasn't there. I don't know where she was at. But I went into my mom's room. She was dead asleep on the on her bed. Like, mm-hmm. dead asleep. So now you know it wasn't her. So you're literally like freak, really yeah. freaking out. And I woke her up. And I was like, were you just out in the living room? And she's like, no. And you can ask her. I was pretty panicked. Like, I was pretty, like, freaked out by this. And that was it. I mean, that was it. But, I like, I went to bed. And for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, I was like, could not wrap my head around what the fuck that was or why. Because uh, she had her light on in her room. She always sleeps with the light on or will fall asleep watching TV or something. There was, like, nothing. Like, the TV never shut off. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I had the two lights in the living room that never flickered or never did anything. So it wasn't like a power surge. Yeah, it wasn't like a breaker kicked out or like something weird. It was weird. So to end that little one real quickly, like we ended up getting a Ouija board. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. And we did it. And I don't know. It it says some stupid shit. I So you've actually played on a Ouija board? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've done it. We've done it. Both Both of you have done it. Oh, we've done it together. Yeah. Oh, fuck. There's definitely those things freak me out, man. Oh, uh, they're fun. I thought it was fun. I don't know about you. There's definitely times where it's very obvious that uh, somebody is tweaking with it. But I think there's been a couple times where, um, <clears throat> man, that's I guess that's the second one. We were at my grandma's house. Me and my brother were doing it. I it felt normal. We sat there. We sat there. We sat there. Nothing happened. I could tell. You can tell when somebody tries to move yeah, that thing. You can feel the pressure. Feel the pressure. And we just sat there. <clears throat> we were in my grandma's spare room at her house. And we were asking stupid questions. Like, Coach Kevin's underwear. You know, it's <laughs> just stupid shit. Then we're like, okay, let's try to be serious about this. Let's try to, like, really try this. And we started asking about, like, if there's anybody with us. Like, is there any relatives that watch over us? <clears throat> and it started, I can't remember what the name was. It was a whetstone, which is my grandma's side. But it gave a name. Uh, so-and-so whetstone. Say the wrong name, so I'm not gonna say it. So and so Whetstone. We're like, whoa, Whetstone. Okay, that makes sense. Gave a death date. Died such and such day, 1957, whatever it was. <clears throat> and, and then we said, How to die? And it was a crush. It said crush on it. We wrote this stuff down. We were at my grandma's house. Um, she has a pretty extensive log of uh, family history. Mm-hmm. Took it to her. Said, do you know who this is? And she literally immediately knew who it was. Immediately knew that that was the rough period of time that he had passed away. And after my uncle made this book of, um, it goes back 150, 200 years of our family history. And he looked it up and it was spot the fuck on, dude. Died in a tractor accident. Rolled over and crushed him. Died the same fucking date. <laughs> Talked to huh. him. Very crazy. You you have family that like has a logged history yeah, of my, that period of time. Yeah, my uncle's uh, like Game of Thrones shit. That's crazy. Well, this is you gotta think this is before all this new shit. You know, before they had this like, oh, send your DNA in and track. Yeah, but or even like ancestry.com. It's crazy that it was kept up and like people actually. <clears throat> no, he did it all himself. So he started with my grandparents. Uh, he spent like a long time doing this and he went through and he talked to them. He pulled up records of their parents, pulled up records of their relatives, pulled up records of them. You put a lot of fucking work, a lot of work into it. I don't, I don't want to say it's 200 years, but it definitely goes back a long time. Pre 1900. That's 
pretty badass. Dude. Wow, that is badass. Yeah, I wish someone is it in a that. cool looking book? I've yeah, I've seen it. Um, he has it. And I I don't speak to him a lot, but he just has it in like a. He is just has a big. Your dad, Marvin, my uncle Marvin. Okay, you've met him. Fuck man, yeah. that'd be something cool to like. Yeah, to he hang just, on he to it back as, He traced it back as much as he could, and he he got as much info as, as he could about what they did and like oh. that kind of stuff. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of old pictures. You found lots of old pictures that nobody's ever seen. I mean, I have pictures. He has pictures of, uh, I mean, 1915, 19, you know, 1910, like family members. It's oh. pretty crazy. Hmm. Side but, story. I, I'm not side story, but that's a little off topic. I don't want to get everybody here, but like, I just think that, uh, I think there's a wrong way to use those and a right way to use those. Yeah. And I think if you ask something to come into you, yeah. that's not good shit because I, I do think believe in that stuff. Asking it to, I don't know, man, doing, using those things and asking it to come around. I think, I feel like that opens doors into some shit you don't really yeah, want to be in. I don't know. I mean, they like, sell them all over the place, man. I know. My wife, she said a long time ago, she was at a, I don't know where she was at, like a part, some party or whatever. And somebody brought a Ouija board and I don't know if she had, she didn't tell me she, I don't know if she had like a bad experience with one or what, but she left. She doesn't yeah. want anything to fucking do with those things. Um, I had mine for a while and we used it quite a bit at the band room and we messed around and had fun with it. And whether it was a joke or not a joke, maybe some of it was real, some of it wasn't who knows, but I let my friend Cody borrow it and he took it to a party that he went to and I never got back because he broke it in half. He said that it freaked him out so much that he actually snapped the fucker in half. So I was A, pissed off. I was like, dude, really, you broke my board. But he was startled by it. And I know uh, Big Ron's got, you know, some stories that he's had with it. Yeah. Uh, Big Ron is your wife's father, just so everybody knows. Yep. This and is- he has stories. And I'll let you get into that. And as far as my, my last ghost story, uh, it was at this house. And I would rather you explain it because I think you're, you're, you know, you, that could be one of your things because we both experienced that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my, that's pretty much my big ghost story. Is that, that's my, but that changed story. you, didn't it? Yeah, I did. It's like, so this is the one that I've heard of, right? That you were sitting yeah. in the living room. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Do you want me to go next? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it, man. Um, so yeah, with the Ouija board stuff though, just to clarify on that, um, there's a, a show called like brain games mm-hmm. and, and they have like a bunch of different kind of like trippy shit on there. They had a Ouija board episode and they had the participants do the Ouija board with their eyes open, watching the board. And then they had their uh, the participants blindfolded so they couldn't see the actual response. And when they were blindfolded, it would move, but it would just make no sense. So it couldn't really give you an answer. So they're thinking that like it's Mental. the physical the physical person's body just it's all mental i don't know just yeah and i agree because that that's, I because agree that's because your story like totally contradicts that well here's the thing <clears throat> i think when you're asking i don't want to get on that yet but i think when you're asking something exactly and you're really involved seriously involved with it and you're saying please i think intentions matter you're inspecting you're expecting matter. a certain answer yeah not expecting it no i just mean i i feel like it's a tool. If you believe in ghost hunting and you believe in uh, any kind of communication, if you believe in that, then you have to believe that they have a way to communicate with you. So, yeah. so in, that in, is just, it's a spiritual dowel that they can use 
to answer your questions. That's what you have to look at it like. So that's where I go back to intentions matter. You have to be in the right frame of mind yes. to communicate <clears throat> yes. down this path. Because yes. you, if you're not accepting of it, yes. it's not going to happen. Or if it does happen, you're going to disregard it yes. yeah. as something irrelevant. You can joke with it and you can have fun with it and maybe you're fucking around. But I'm saying if you're sitting in a room and you're like, you feel like, hey, this place right here is a hot spot. Something happened here. I feel like there's something here. And you go into it and you're going, hey, talk to me. What are you? Who are you? Dude, yeah. That our band room. I went up there like when we before we plastered the wall with all of our posters and yeah. fucking Apple crates. I went up there because I wanted to play my guitar. Oh, feel him because I don't think anybody knows. But he especially doesn't know. Our band room was up like Mount Brynion. Mount Brynion up Kelso. Up in the hill there. Okay. And it was off. You know, you go up there and you had to drive about five, ten minutes. And it was a it was a uh, basement kitchen in a grange. In a grange hall. Oh, okay. So you go up there and you pull into this grange. And you kind of went down a little slope in the back. And it had like the back kind of dropped off into this one room. It was the only thing. It was this basement. It was this one room. Ice cold. And it was freezing. All it was the just time. a kitchen. It had a kitchenette in there. It was just an empty room with the kitchen. And then upstairs they had the Grange Hall with the you know the yeah. stage and all this stuff. But they this, used they used to use it you know for cooking foods or whatever they're doing. This but thing, we got it. We rented it. And this thing so was, was fucking old, 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 old. Yeah. I mean, there was a frigid air fucking refrigerator in there from like probably nineteen sixty. No, oh, it was probably sixty. Dude, 50s. I'm saying this thing was like bomb, <clears throat> it was, bomb shelter. It was old. You just got to get yourself it because we go yeah. up there. We go up there every other night, every night, every other night, weekends. Hang out here late. It's in the woods. It's kind of an old ass, creepy place in general. Yeah. So I'm just leaving it that. So, so before before we tricked it out, we put like colored light bulbs. We put like apple crates all over the wall to kind of condense mm-hmm. the sound because it's a kitchen. I mean, it's freaking like boom, echoey boom, and boom. yeah, yeah, tile floors. I went up there bare bones. We just like pushed all of our equipment in there, and I had my guitar amp in there because I remember we were I think using that to sing out of. But I went up there because I really wanted to play my guitar. And I got high. And I was all by myself. And I went in there and I fucking turned on the lights and I closed the door. And it was just me in this room and I was high as fuck. <laughs> but I was like open to fucking anything. I was like, whoever is here. And I f- definitely felt something, dude. Because I was like, I'm sorry. I'm going to annoy you because I'm going to turn this thing on and it's going to produce some music. So hopefully you can enjoy it, but I really want to play. And like, I was just like sitting there playing and I didn't play for very long because I just, I felt just, like something, awkward. something was like, you need to not do this. right now. And I was like, okay, that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> but then again, like once everything was up, it was more personal to me. And so I don't know if that was like more environment and it was just like the the whole like me going into someone else's space because it when it was not plastered with all that stuff, it was someone else's space. Yeah, we were just was in the middle of a fucking kitchen playing a guitar amp. But once we got everything, you know, hooked up and I got my drums and everything set in there, I would go in there all the time alone and just play drums and I felt totally so, it was definitely different mm-hmm. once we once we altered the yeah. way that it was because it de- it was when we went up there the first couple of times it was very eerie. It was, dude. It's a very eerie place. I think we did the Ouija up there too. We did, and there was a couple of responses that were got a couple <laughs> of hits. 
kind of not eh. not not wholesome. They were. We were doing a lot that that particular time we were doing. We were with your now wife, uh, probably a girlfriend I had or whoever it was. There's group. Tim was up there, but we were just like. Is Greg and Tiff gonna get married and have kids? How many kids? And you know, is, is, is Tiffany a bitch? Yeah, so she's a bitch. Like <laughs> it was absolutely like there was a, a slave girl. I think her name started with an M. We just called her M. M. Yep. Followed Tim around because he liked the way that, or she liked the way that he looked in the shower. I think the thing is, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it, the thing honestly is a Ouija board can be very fun in a group setting. And I think if you're not using it for the wrong thing, it's a lot of fun and it's actually fascinating when stuff. Is kind of happening. It's a little fascinating. It is. It is very. There. Yeah. But I want so, you. Anyway. To, I want you to talk about the yeah, story. The here. experience. It is like my my true one experience with fucking ghost, dude. Um, or what we think. Is no, it, it definitely was. It it was. Yeah. So this is right when Dave and Jill moved into this house, and it was like you guys were just got done moving stuff in. I mean, you're, you know, maybe first month, two. Two months? Yes. There was no TV hooked and up. And for the record, this is the house that we're actually in right now. It is. Yeah. And we're going to have to do a ghost hunt here eventually. But anyway, there was no... We were in the uh, the front room, which is attached to the kitchen. And then um, off of the front room, you have the staircase that goes up into the children's bedrooms. And this is where your your daughter, Rowan, was probably less than... She would have been like, like no, year. she would have been like six months or eight months. Yeah, so she was very, very young. Um, yeah, so, she, she was standing, so she was eight or nine months. Yeah, but we were all hanging out um, in the living room. All you had was those four chairs. So you had two on one wall, two on the other. You and I were on one. No, wall. We had a couch. We had the couch. Well, I'm just saying, as far as like this, <clears throat> this, yeah, there was the couch and the two chairs, and that was pretty much it at the time. But we were sitting in the chairs. Yeah, so so Tiffany and Jill, our wives, were were sitting on one wall. You and I were sitting on the other wall, closest to the stairwell. Mm-hmm. And so I was sitting right next to the stairwell, and I was probably like three feet away. And so uh, Jill walks by with Rowan in her arms. She goes, "Okay, say night night. You're going to bed." And she was just like wailing at the top of her lungs, like screaming. She did not want to go to bed. So like she she took her up the stairs. Blah blah blah. She's, you can just hear her just without the freaking monitor, the baby monitor. But like, she was like screaming, dude, from her bedroom upstairs. Which we did have. We had a baby monitor, video baby, baby monitor. Yeah. And then I remember specifically asking you, I was like, dude, does she normally like scream that loud? Like when you put her to bed? Cause I didn't have kids at this time. And so, um, I didn't know anything about kids. And I was yeah. like, and she's like, and David, you're like, yeah, she just fucking throws a fit and then she'll pass out. And so, like, we were, like, uh, going through our conversation. We were having it, blah, 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 going back and forth. Rowan. You need to make, like, the, the women, our wives were having their own conversation on the couch. Like, they were just mingling between the two of them. And we were in the chairs, and we were mingling just between the two. We were kind of both leaning into each other. Yeah. Just having a discussion. But, it was you know, we weren't, neither of us as a group, I just, sorry to interrupt you, but we we weren't, like, talking loudly. Yeah. We had like pretty quiet. There was no TV on. There was nothing going yeah. on. It was very quiet in the house. We were just having a quiet conversation about whatever it is. Exactly. So that's relevant to this because of what happened. And then all of a sudden, from upstairs, you hear Rowan screaming. And then you hear this. 
And then like, I was like, whoa, what the? I was like, Dave, hold, hold on. I was like, everybody, shh. And everybody was just silent. And they're like, did you just hear that? And you were like, yeah, I did. And I was like, what? The? And I was like, do you have like a TV or anything on in your freaking we off, jumped office up space? Right away. Yeah. And, and like, I up. went and looked at your computer and it was off, like freaking dead off. And then, uh, I think you went upstairs or we went and looked at the monitor yeah, because Roe stopped. There was no, it was, everybody was silent. Dead fucking quiet. Yeah. You got to understand that she went from, it was full we force. Had, we had been watching the monitor. Like it was sitting on the, on the coffee table and it was on and she was like standing on the railing, like leaning against the rails, yeah. standing in the crib. And she was just screaming, screaming, screaming. And the monitor was just at like her in the crib. I mean, that's all you could really see. So we had this thing sing her. We see her and she was just wailing. And when this happened, like we stopped and stood up, but she had already, it was done. Like she just, and you looked at her in the monitor, which we checked the monitor and she was just still staring. Like she was still and quiet. Like, like startled, like, like something s- like something told her to shut yeah. up, dude. Yeah. Or just being like, Hey, knock it off. Go to sleep. It was pretty much in that kind of like intonation. And it was like, she just looked like, what was that? You just, who was that? Yeah. yeah. And we like, I think you went upstairs and like looked around and it was just like. No, we, I did not go upstairs. We, we walked up to the top of the stairs. You brave man. No, but. <laughs> well, this is, this is important because she quieted down. Mm-hmm. And. We Greg came in here and checked Peter. I was standing there just like listening if anything happens or if I hear any more like outside. If it's somebody out, we looked outside to make sure there was nobody outside like mm-hmm. yelling. But it needs to be said that like she was standing there staring. And within 10, 20, 30 seconds, she just laid down and fell asleep. Yeah. It was like, like I'm talking calm. Boom. Okay, I'm gonna lay down and go to sleep. And it was just, it was that sold it to me. That I'm like, even if it was somebody outside, that would not stop her from screaming. No, it was clearly from upstairs, dude. It was very clearly from upstairs, and it was very, uh, I think the way you said it, it visually, like verbally, how I remember it roughly. It was booming. It It was was booming, and it was powerful, and it was like muffled. It was very muffled, but it was very like forceful. Yeah. yeah, like what you'd very, picture very authoritative. Yes, like what you yeah. picture an old grandpa. Hey, huh. knock that shit off! I'm not saying that's what it said, but knock it that was, shit off. It was and go very, to bed. very like, you know, stern. Yes. Just yeah, do this now. Well, to tie into that, that was weird. But I want to also tie into like leading up to this. My brother ended up moving in with us, and. She was, she, um, at the time was in the kids playroom, which is above us right now. That's where she was at, which is the room that weirds me out the most. Um, her the, room right now. No, the, well, the playroom, playroom now. That was the room she was in. And <clears throat> my brother ended up moving in with us and he would, he stayed in the other room, which is now their bedroom. And, um, uh, I just got to throw this in because it wasn't a one-time isolated thing. Yeah. I like this. Um, and we will get to you. I swear to God. But um, from the time we moved in, uh, when we had very little stuff, it was uh, pretty common every other night, every co- a couple of times a week, I would say, 
that you would hear loud thumps upstairs, um, footsteps upstairs, like our bedroom is right behind us here. Mm-hmm. And we have a very tall ceilinged house, you know, like sloped. So the kid's room is like where we're sitting now. It's halfway and then halfway into our bedroom. Yeah. It's the kid's room, right? And you could hear when we were laying in bed, me and Jill could hear clear as day footsteps. I'm talking like across the ceiling. And I can't even tell you how many times I stopped or not stopped, I woke up or not woke up, but got out of bed. Thinking Ro was just running around. No, Ro wasn't even walking. Oh, walking wasn't even walking yet. But I had to I'd get out of bed in that stage of like, is there somebody in my fucking house right now? Like, seriously, like, there's no way they could get upstairs without yeah. hearing this. And there was never anything up there, ever. And my brother moved in. And before he even got his shit unpacked, like, he had moved his stuff up into the room. Uh, in boxes still wasn't even living here yet. And we were in bed. Same thing, like footsteps. Then there's like a crashing noise, like you wouldn't even fucking believe, dude. It sounded like a dresser fell over. I mean, it was like shook. You know what I mean? And it was so fucking loud. We both jump out of bed. We both run upstairs. We're thinking Kevin's bed, like because he had his bed frame, he had a pretty good sized bed, but his bed frame fell over. Something, you know, like, I don't know, boxes, like something. Mm. There's fucking nothing. It was sitting in the same spot. Yeah. It was in the same fucking everything. That's and it pretty was crazy. Loud. I'm talking not just like, oh, that was weird. Like, what the fuck happened? Like, yeah. literally, it sounds like the roof collapsed that loud. That, like, you could feel it in the bed, like, you know. Could it have been something up in your attic space within that <sighs> we room? Had nothing in the attic at the time. If you go in our attic, it's the cleanest fucking attic you've ever been in. It's got lights in there. It's fucking clean. There's no, I mean, there was nothing. There was nothing. Mm. So needless to say, um, Kevin moved in. I'm going to try to get this quick because I want to get going up. Kevin yeah. moved in. He had his own experiences. He, he claims that when he was coming downstairs at like five in the morning, to go to work. Um, the house was dark and he, he we have our front door right down bottom of the staircase. Mm. And he claims that he... He walked down the stairs and he got about three steps down and that blackness like engulfed his entire vision where he couldn't see the like outside lights from the front door. He couldn't see like the walls. Like it was just, he's like, it was just pitch fucking black dude. Like, I don't even know how to like, I couldn't see anything. And like he, said, he was temporarily blind, blinded or like a mass. I know that's a big thing. There's like black mass shadows. Yeah. But he said it startled enough that he kind of fell backwards and, and walked, crawled himself back up the stairs into his bedroom. And I was like, I don't know, man. You know, but we're having all this stuff happen, so I'm starting to, like, the wheels are turning. Like, yeah. okay. Well, he also was talking about when he was setting up the cable TV. He was reaching behind his TV, and his cell phone fell off. Oh, like I a, remember telling a, that story. Yeah, he had it plugged in on his nightstand. And it flew across the room or fell it off flew. the... flew. It it was sitting up on the table and, and he said that he was just working on his TV and the, it, you could hear just shp and hit the ground. Yeah. No reason for that. So he goes back over and he puts it over farther onto the table. He goes back and works and, and it falls back off again. Little things. But when you tie all those things together, 
Yeah. I don't know how the how the fuck else what what is that? You know? Yeah, what else there See, and that's where a lot of I didn't skeptics mean to your story, come in. I, no, but that, that has to go into it. That's because it. This house is this like house, dude. And I haven't had anything happen in a while. In a while. This has been we've done a lot of work on the house, which I thought internally I was like we're going to have some shit going down now. Well, it was weird. Um <laughs> I could I could spend a whole episode just this, but <laughs> we actually did the upstairs bedroom, uh, Rose's room. She's had the, it was weird. Her room, that room that she was in when she was a kid, was um, I'm excited about this. <laughs> it was weird because it was the only room in the house that had hardwood floors. So that's odd. Mm-hmm. It had like really nice hardwood floors in it, and it had like a really old. All the other rooms had like sliding closet doors, like cheap '80s style fucking yeah, you know, mirror looking ones. And hers has like. Old ass, like glass paneled windows in their closets. So it was like it was like the room in the house that had never been touched. Yeah, the house was built in the seventies, but for whatever reason, it was the only room in the house that had this vintage vibe. the The light in the room was like very old, like brass, Hmm. cathedral looking kind of light. But not only that, but like when we took it was weird. We took down. We decided to redo the room. We moved the kids to the other room. We decided that it had wallpaper, and I started tearing down wallpaper you know, steaming it and pulling it down. And as I'm pulling it down, like it's, it was like two layers of wallpaper. Pull the top layer came off. The bottom layer did not. And it was like this creepy, like print. Like it's just like a, you look at it and you're like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, <laughs> what is that? There's writing all over the walls, like in Whoa. pen and shit. That's weird. And like markings and shit. Like, Oh my god! Sayings and so, like, I've never just, heard this story. Damn, dude. No, I really haven't. I really don't know that I've ever been brought up because I, I kind of just re- recalled this. What kind of sayings? I, not, <laughs> apparently, it was his daughter's room. The man that built this house owned it, built it, lived here, and then sold the house because he ha- he fell down the stairs in the basement, going into the basement. Uh-huh. He fell down, he broke his hip or something, to my understanding. And at that time, his kids had already. Growing up, and they were yeah. out of the houses. Him and his wife, and I met the guy. His name's Gary. Um, he had to sell the house because he couldn't like go up the stairs anymore, and so he sold the house. It became a rental for a year. Then we bought it, and he showed up at our house one time because he loved this house. He mm-hmm. like built it, so he showed up, and I took him through the house and like told people what we're doing, what we're going to do, and he was cool. He explained a bunch of the stuff he did. He did all the electrical, and he did everything. He died, like, not long after that, at some point. After, which I was thinking, oh, maybe that was Gary, you know? Yeah. But it was, he died after this had all happened with us. So I I have to assume that it wasn't him. (laughs) Okay. Needless to say, a very close uh, relationship to this house. And his daughter, that was his daughter's room, apparently. So could it be that she was like a teenager and bright on the walls? Yeah, but it was weird. It was definitely weird. Yeah, that's that's a that's like something out of a movie. Like yeah. you pull off wallpaper and there's weird shit underneath. Yeah, and that's the the part of the reason why certain shit's going on is Well, you know what's even weirder? I didn't tell you this one. We put hardware floors in the house, we pulled the carpet up, and underneath the carpet they had written like stuff, like names and shit written on the floor? On the floors. Yeah, like their names. Yeah, I mean, obviously, some things they were like, "Oh, let's sign our names before we sign that." Like a poem thing on the floor, and 
These the, these people sound fucking crazy. Weird. Because yeah. it had to have been him and his family that wrote it. Yeah. Had to have. Yeah, which I understand to an extent. Like it's kind of cool that like you're putting something new up and you hide something in the wall. Or yeah, like, 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 like putting a memento. So if yeah, you're always there. Yeah. But right. But just for the room was already weird. Pulling down the wallpaper and seeing like the I can't even describe the pranks. Like I can't even like visually like. But it was weird. Do you know if any of his other family have died? Like no. before any of that? Happened? No, his wife's still there. His kids are alive and. Our neighbor knew him the whole time, pretty much. Well, I'm more curious on like who owned this property before him. Yeah, like that, the that's... property itself. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah. Who lived here before? That. Well, you gotta think. Uh, my 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 grandma lives not that far away, or used to. I should say. My grandma grew. My father grew up a couple. Yeah, two, I um, wonder. Thirty seconds away. I wonder. This if... wasn't developed. This used to be woods, and then I can only imagine a hundred years ago. We're up on the top of a hill. This is like, you know, who knows? This could be a tribal ground. Who fucking knows, man? You know? I was going to say, or have you ever done like EMF readings up here? No. Because you might be in some sort of magnetic plane that could be. That's a possibility. Attracts that kind of stuff. Yeah. Limestone or something underneath. It could be a fucking Indian Mopamanomo. Down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a Mopanamomo I don't know. It's just a cool name I made up. All right. So, Chris, no. let's go to you yeah. now. Let's get you don't have any more stories? No, I just think. All right. So the one I've always kind of believed in ghosts my whole life, but mostly because we grew up in a house that was my grandparents' house. They died. My grandma died in the house and we grew up in, in there. (laughs) I didn't mean to laugh. I was laughing when you said your grandma died. I'm like, <laughs> no, but she she died in the house from uh, a brain aneurysm, and then we moved into the house after that. After like my mom and dad divorced and it, son of a bitch, and all that, and a couple weird things happened there. Like my brother said, he woke up in the middle of the night and he could see my grandma like above him like just like an apparition type thing. And he said, she said, everything's going to be okay. And then everything, and then she disappeared. That's all he ever remembers. So that was weird. Uh, there are just a lot of weird feelings and weird shit in the house. We found, we found stuff like old drawings and stuff of like just little kid drawings and stuff in the floor upstairs when we read it up there. And apparently, I don't know if that was from my uncles or whoever it was from, but it was weird as fuck. Um, but the one situation that made me really believe like in ghosts and like there's something else out there was I moved into my first apartment in Glasgow. And a little backstory on the apartment itself, the building that the apartments were in used to be a hospital in Glasgow. It has a big plaque on the outside of it. it says Memorial Love Doctor whatever whatever at whatever hospital. This is there I knew the lady that owned the building and there's rooms in the building that she wouldn't rent out because it still had medical equipment in it. That's mm. we got to go there. Wow. <laughs> and the first time anything had happened there and it was just a one little one bedroom apartment I was paying 300 bucks a month for. The first thing that ever happened 
me and the girl I was with at the time were sitting on the couch watching TV. And the TV's like here in front of us. We're sitting on the couch and the door's kind of off to the right. The door to the bedroom? The door to the hallway to outside. Okay. So like our front door. I'm, we're sitting there watching TV and out of the corner of my eye, I could see like the reflection of the door handle turning. Like someone was turning to come in. And the it turns, and the door kind of slowly comes open and stops like six inches open, and there's nobody outside. Yeah, it just kind of startling. And the door comes open just a little bit, so I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I get up and I shut it, and that was the one and only time that had ever happened. So that was weird. I didn't think anything of it, and then the girl, the my ex-wife who I was living with at the time, uh told me when I came home from work one day that this situation that I'm about to explain has happened like three or four days in a row. And now it's like freaking her out. So she's like, there's something wrong. I don't know what it is, but every time you get up and you leave for work, as soon as you walk out the door, the shower comes on Weird. every single morning. Yeah, dude. And it, and it was weird because it's not like one of those showers where, you know, like a leak and it could come out and like it was one of those where it had the two nozzles and stuff like that. It was it was one of those ones where you turned it to hot and had to pull it out. Oh yeah, yeah, pull it out. Yeah, so it had to make the shower the pull out. Yeah, <laughs> to make the shower come on. And I feel like you couldn't. That just couldn't happen. There's no pressure no. on that switch to have that. No. So that's really weird. Yeah. Three days in a row. Yeah. She said it happened. It didn't happen before then. And it didn't happen after. She told me. Hmm. But three three or four days in a row up until she told me about it. The only thing I could think of is like some sort of pressure building in the pipeline. And, you know, but how would that just, make? I don't know. The nozzle itself come out to because you turn it and pull it out to switch it from the bathtub to the shower. I don't know. I don't know how. I feel that, like if there was like a pressure, it would just come out the bathtub. I think. Uh, I, th- I don't think. I don't think it can happen. I'm sure somebody would argue that yep. being in an apartment building that there, it's a higher pressure system generally because of when it's an older yeah. building. But right? it's like a yeah, medical. it was really old building. But when you're talking about, um, you see, I would I would be more like nah if it was like oh the bathtub you know started water started coming out of the spout yeah I'd be like. Okay, that could be a pressure thing, you know. But you're, t- I mean, yeah. The- from our, I wasn't there, obviously. But from what she yeah. told me, it would just automatically straight shower. Yeah, would come on, and the shower was right off of our bedroom. Like you'd come walk in the door, you'd be in the living room, you take a left, you go into our bedroom, and then you go in the bathroom. But did she like investigate? Were, were there anybody that lives above you? Or no, we we're top floor. I don't know. Actually, below us was the bank. It's like a fucking physics experiment. Well, see, here's the thing. It's kind of like with this house, and it's the same principle. One of those things in particular doesn't necessarily strike you as odd. But when you start tying it in with the fact that the doorknob had opened your door, Mm -hmm. there was nobody there. I think there's more. Yeah, there's. But that's what I'm saying. When you start piecing it together, it's really hard to go. Yeah, that's just coincidence. Because how many coincidences could you have happen, yeah. like, and there not be something to relative it. to it? Yeah, yeah. 
But the third thing, there's actually four things, but the fourth thing isn't about me. Uh, the third thing is we were in bed and middle of the fucking night. And there's other people that live in the building, obviously. And I could hear people like laughing and fucking running up and down the building. And I'm getting pissed off because it's like 2.30 in the morning and I had to get up at 4 to go to work. Mm -hmm. I lived in class and I worked in Woodland. Mm. And I'm like, I'm starting to get pissed off. So I hear him run by our fucking down the wall, like outside of our room. I get pissed and I get up and I go outside to fucking freak out on somebody. And I open the door like pissed to fucking start yelling at someone and there's nobody else out there. Not a fucking sound. I, I'm like, I don't even know what to do. I'm just like, motherfuckers. So I shut the door and I go back to bed. Not 10 minutes later, it happens again, running up and down the fucking shit. And this time I heard them coming. So I like got up and went out to like open the door and slam them in their face and there's nobody out there. Weird. It just stopped again. And That's odd. as far as that apartment, that was the, the last thing that I had ever experienced there. Mm. And I actually haven't, that, that whole thing made me believe in ghosts and made me believe in there's something else. But I haven't really experienced anything after that either. Anywhere. You said there was a fourth thing that didn't happen to you though. Yeah, it was the apartment number one, which is a, a guy I went to school with. He lived there, him and his wife. Uh, they said shit would happen in their apartment all the fucking time. Like, they had probably lived there for two or three years before I moved in. Mm -hmm. And they said it was a nonstop thing every single day. Ugh. That sounds like a, uh, a place I want to go. <laughs> yeah, they said they'd wake up in the morning and all the cupboards would be open. Oh. Or he had like little... Uh, like freaking ambient, man. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Rosie. He had like little <laughs> uh, Rosie syndrome. Like the figurines, like like the big GI Joes and like different stuff like that he collected. Yeah. And he said he they'd come home from somewhere and there'd be a bunch of them in the middle of the floor, like somebody was playing with them. And just weird shit like like that all the time would happen at their place. I think energy stays in a place, you know. And if it's a hospital, that's clearly a pace of uh, pain. Joy in some occasions, yeah. death, and I mean, how many hospitals have you seen on ghost hunters or ghost? Oh hunters? yeah, I mean, fuck, lots. There's a lot of shit that goes on there. A lot of shit that goes on there. I think uh, we're pushing it. It's fifty-seven minutes right now. I feel like I could go on for hours. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. I think I think in the long run we need to make these longer. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to. Might have to, because <laughs> I really want to keep going on this. I think it's a good start to kind of getting, I think clearly ghosts for all of us. I think that's the one that's like, for me, it's undeniable. I believe in it a hundred percent. Even yeah. more than Bigfoot. I, w <laughs> I wish I beside, I wish I have experienced more than I have. Well, it's like all the other stuff that we will eventually talk about. <clears throat> it all happens randomly. I mean, anytime a uh, Bigfoot appears to somebody, it's just a random fucking thing. And that's unfortunately why you get lack of some evidence, you know, like, I mean, I can't imagine if we were, I mean, shit, like even this, you know, recording ourselves here right now. I mean, if we were to hear that, you know, 
It's pretty damn good evidence. But unfortunately, yeah. you, you know, you don't know when it's going to happen. And then, you know, I know, Greg, you were here with me. We both know that that was not some fluky, weird thing. It, it fucking happened. It was weird. Can't explain it. And I know that. And somebody else would say, well, no, that was probably uh, yeah, this, 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 yeah. some wolf echoed boot, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think uh, we'll have to elongate these episode sessions. Well, but, this will not be the last ghost thing. we. Oh, about. no. No. For sure. But this was a good episode one. Yeah. It's a good thing to get your feet wet on it. Kind of get where we're coming from. We'll be able to talk about Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. I know you're, Greg, you, you're not as into the Bigfoot thing or don't believe it as much. No. So it's going to be a good debate. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens, Bigfoots. Uh, we could probably talk about Loch Ness. I don't really know about that. There's a lot of paranormal and definitely into that. I've already, already talked to uh, Big Ron and I've invited him onto this podcast. So I just said we have a four mic setup. So I was like, there's a lot of stuff that he's been into lately that I think that would be just, I think it, we would have to probably dedicate the whole hour or whatever to just him. Yeah. Because he has. That'd be a guest. We have a lot of questions for him. Yeah. That's a cool thing about this one. And uh, I feel like I'm not talking close enough to this, but that's a cool thing about this platform, this topic, even with our other podcasts. It's very. Very easy for guests to come in and have it say. And how many people do you know that has had some kind of experience oh, of yeah. something? You know, so that's gonna be rad. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was good. Fuck yeah. It yep. Good. I really wish we could keep talking. But I got a fucking airplane. <laughs> yeah. But, that's uh, well, I feel like this is one that we can get up quickly, and it's fun. It's not edgy. People aren't gonna be offended by this. I think time no. is gonna fly by on this oh, yeah. podcast, and that's why. It's well, we've only been stuff. doing it for an hour, and it. Well, I mean, if you think Goodbye. about, I mean, this is back to back. We're doing back to back podcasts. We did our other one. Now we're doing this one. Literally, I don't know how long the other one was. Hour and forty minutes, probably. Uh, we're talking three hours, and I feel like we haven't even, I haven't even itched my nuts yet. So. <laughs> yeah. So the cool thing is, is we seem to all enjoy it enough that we can keep talking. Yeah. It'd only be better once we get going. All right. All right. That's a uh, Fringe Friday with. Uh, the Banter Kings. Thank you guys for hanging out. Yeah. Thank you everybody for listening. Until next week. Yeah. Well, out Soon, there? everybody will be Joe Rogan's going to be calling us asking. <laughs> ghosts are going to be calling us. Hey, we got our opinion. We got a story and tell you. Bigfoot ain't fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's a ghost of Bigfoot? Oh, Would that be the scariest? I don't know. Okay. All right, that's guys, a wrap. You guys have a good week. I'll probably see you tomorrow. Heavy. Later in Friday, baby. Peace. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.